Welcome to Life According to Jess. I am your host, Jessica Anderson, and today I want to talk about therapy. I always say that everyone should go to therapy. I think everyone at some point in their life has a reason to go to therapy. And not necessarily just for trauma, but life is really difficult to navigate and there are always things that happen in our lives where sometimes we just need a little extra help. Whether that's the death of a loved one, a stressful work environment, a relationship that is difficult to navigate, whatever the case may be. My therapy journey has been an interesting one. So from the time that I was young, I felt the need to work through some things. My parents got divorced when I was seven years old. And when that happened, it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very pleasant or amicable divorce. And being old enough to have remembered having my dad around the house, but not quite old enough to understand all of the logistics or the reasons why they would get divorced, it hit me really hard. I went through a period of time where I was just very angry and I also felt depressed. So my parents took me to a therapist and I remember I would bring my journals with me because I wanted to read them to her and journaling was very therapeutic for me. It helped me kind of get out what I was feeling, but I wanted skills to be able to work through the feelings that I had. And unfortunately, I think the therapist that I saw was more play-based therapy rather than talk therapy because she would have me sit and play with toys in her office and I remember we made this bag of tools for me to use when I felt like I needed them. It had bubble wrap to pop and a few other little things like that and while that was nice I didn't feel like it was that helpful for me at that point in time. And I don't know exactly how long I attended, but I don't think it was very long. And I actually didn't find myself feeling much better or less angry after seeing her. So fast forward, I just kind of worked through my feelings by myself. Um, I struggled with depression really bad. And so then at about, I want to say 12 or 13 years old, I told my parents that I was feeling very depressed and just wasn't interested in anything. I was super tired. I was falling asleep in my classes. Like I felt like I physically could not keep my eyes open. So I got sent to this therapist and we talked through a lot of the, the coping tools that you hear a lot of people talk about, right? So make sure you're getting enough sleep. Try to eat meals that will fuel your body um, and be healthy. And 
journal, exercise, do things that you enjoy. The problem was I was already doing all of those things and felt like they really weren't making that much of a difference. And that's when I started to feel like there's something wrong with me because I can't work through these things on my own. I'm already doing everything that they recommend. I had been trying to help myself all these years to feel less depressed and I had worked through some of my anger, but I just didn't feel very happy with life. And I know that that's not my personality at its core. My mom always told me that when I was a baby, people would come up to her while we were out and say, that is the happiest baby that I have ever seen. Because I was just happy and I was smiling all the time. And I know that that is who I am underneath the the trauma and the, the challenges. And I didn't feel like myself. So after seeing this therapist when I was 12 or 13 for a period of time and realizing that I was already doing everything that she could recommend, she suggested that perhaps I had a chemical imbalance and that I should start medication. And I was happy with that explanation, feeling like, okay, so maybe it's not me And it's not that I'm not trying hard enough. It's just my brain isn't functioning properly. So I started taking Zoloft. And I'd say it helped a little bit. I think it kind of mellowed me out. So I felt like I could kind of operate at a baseline. Where I wasn't feeling so dragged down by depression. And I stopped seeing my therapist and just figured, okay, I've got to keep on top of this medication and just keep doing what I'm doing. The journaling, the, I was doing a lot of yoga at that point in time and listening to music and trying to eat well enough. And that worked for a while, but... I still found myself pretty depressed. I was also bullied a lot in that point in time. And I was struggling with friendships and relationships. And uh, I was just trying... I, I felt like I was just in survival mode. But I wasn't all that interested in going back to therapy because... So far, two for two, I hadn't found it all that helpful. So fast forward to when I am 19 years old. And there had been a lot of trauma in the background of my life that I didn't realize was trauma while I was going through it. And that's probably a large portion of why I was struggling so bad. And I needed to see a therapist and I got sent back to the same therapist that I had seen several years before who had gotten me on the Zoloft. 
and I was not interested in talking to her. She had to do an assessment to see what my state of mental health was, and she gave me a pass, and she shouldn't have given me a pass, but I don't know if it's a mix of her not having enough experience and wasn't equipped enough to handle all that I had been through, or if I was just good enough at hiding it, but I just went on my merry way, and I knew that I knew that I struggled, I knew that I had depression, but I just tried to cope with it the best way I knew how. I had a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms. Rather than confront conflict, I would use the silent treatment or just try to avoid the conflict altogether. Um, I was pushing down a lot of the uncomfortable feelings and just trying to ignore them and also telling myself that I shouldn't be feeling angry. I shouldn't be feeling depressed. I shouldn't be feeling whatever way but aside from happy. And what it turned into was someone not having any real emotional maturity. And I started having some panic attacks where I just would cry at the thought of anything that was stressful and couldn't handle a lot of social situations. I felt like I wasn't good enough and I had absolutely no real direction for my life. I did end up going to college a few years later than most of my peers, but I went and I was luckily able to attend with my sisters, which really helped with the social anxiety. And things started to look up. I was feeling a little happier with the freedom of being away from home and doing a lot of activities with other single people um, in their 20s. And I was dating and, and having a good experience. And that is at the point in time where I met my husband. It was a very quick dating relationship to engagement to marriage. It all happened within the span of like four months. And it was stressful planning a wedding and beginning this new life with my husband. And it was a real adjustment. I'll probably do an episode on the first couple years that my husband and I were married because it was pretty rough. And then I had my first child, my daughter, and I spiraled into a terrible postpartum depression. I was crying all the time. I didn't feel like I could handle it. I was so easily irritated. I was getting my, mad at my husband for everything, and he encouraged me to go see the doctor. So I went and saw my doctor and kind of explained what was going on, and they referred me to the psych department where I could go get 
evaluated by a psychologist, and then set up for some therapy. It was at that point where I got seen by a psychologist that finally everything started to come together. She had me fill out this questionnaire, and as I was going through it, I realized that there were many things that I had been through some of which I already knew were adverse childhood experiences, but some I had been beating myself up for. Like, I had such a hard time with my parents being divorced and always wondered why it mattered so much, but I felt validated filling out that form because it talked about Did your parents go through a divorce? Have you been estranged by a parent? When when I was growing up, I didn't see a lot of my biological dad. And that was really hard for me, but I didn't feel like it was a valid enough reason to be experiencing so much of the depression that I had had. And I went through a bunch of other things that I'm I'm not going to cover, but... Um, just to see some of those pinpoints of the smaller things I had gone through that all added up into this big ball of mess that finally made sense why I had struggled so much. So the psychologist reviewed my questionnaire and she said to me, I think you have borderline personality disorder and PTSD. And she started explaining to me what borderline personality disorder was. I knew what PTSD was, and I definitely felt like that made sense based on my childhood trauma. But the borderline personality disorder, you fear abandonment. You are often engaged in risky behavior such as unprotected sex or excessive spending or binge eating or drinking or substance abuse. Luckily, I hadn't been involved in most of those, but there were there had definitely been times where I had felt like, gosh, if I did drugs or drank alcohol, maybe I would be able to just numb some of these terrible feelings that I have. People with borderline personality disorder are at a much higher risk of suicide. I I luckily never made any plans, but I know that I had moments where I felt like, gosh, it would be nice just to not live, to not have to live through this. Borderline personality disorder makes uh, navigating relationships very difficult. And the biggest thing that I took out of it was that your emotions are all over the charts. So you have really high highs when you're happy. The world feels great. You can look at a sunset and it's just the most perfect moment in the world. And then the lowest of lows. There were so many times where something that wasn't so significant was really devastating to me where I couldn't get it out of my head and I would just lay on the floor 
physically hurting and crying and felt like I couldn't move and I couldn't go on anymore. And so that really resonated with me and I felt like I was finally understood for the first time of my life. She also told me that depression medication, while it can ease a few of the symptoms of depression and kind of mellow you out a little bit, it really doesn't do anything to help you get out of depression. And typical therapy doesn't work either. For people who are depressed, a lot of those things that I had already been doing would be beneficial. They can be beneficial for anyone. But I essentially had no coping skills to deal with stress and my body goes into fight or flight mode in response to any stress whether that's a new social interaction or trying to sign up for college or facing criticism it all sends my body into a mode of panic and I went home after that and just started researching borderline personality disorder and felt like a window had been opened into my soul, into my mind, and I felt like I could start to understand myself a little bit better and also explain myself to others and have them understand a little bit more of what my life was like. Luckily, they had group therapy for people with this disorder and I was able to go attend and start learning some coping skills and how to work through distorted thinking, um, how to take myself out of the, the intense feelings, work myself down from a 10 to more like a, a 5 or even lower, ideally lower so that I could work through what I was feeling. I started to learn how to recognize my emotions and what they are and accept them. I had not been able to allow myself to feel angry, to feel sad, to feel disappointed, to feel anxious in appropriate settings and then sit with those feelings and figure out how to bring myself back to calmer, to more peaceful, and more content. I had always just shoved them out of the way and told myself that I shouldn't be feeling that way. Group therapy literally changed my life. I felt like a completely different person from the time that I started group therapy and to when I ended. And these situations where I had felt out of control almost every day because of the intense emotions I was experiencing started to, like those moments started to become less and less and I felt more and more in control of my my reactions I was able to to label how I felt and figure out why I was feeling that way so I could address it my husband will also say that I'm a completely different person and in a much better way he he told me many times that he had felt like he was walking around on eggshells with me all the time and that our home didn't feel like an emotionally safe and stable place and after I went through group therapy that changed 
So that is what changed my opinion on therapy in general. At the time, they didn't have any individual therapists available. So I, I went to the group therapy back in 2019. So for the last four years, I've just been living my life and using the coping skills that I learned there. Now, I've had a lot happen in the last four years and have gone through many different waves of depression, but I've started to recognize when I'll experience those. Like seasonal depression is a really big trigger for me. So I usually hit a pretty bad wave of depression in the wintertime. There's also been a lot of different stresses. We went through a period of time where my husband was out of a job for nine months and we didn't know how we were going to survive. He was the sole provider for our family. And so we just had to try to survive those nine months. And it was very stressful. And I cried, I think, every day (laughs) for those nine months. But luckily, I had had the skills that I had learned. So now I hit this point where I felt like I really wanted to start working on the trauma that I had that I have been through in my in my childhood and in my past and so I just started individual therapy and it was not easy um I felt very anxious to dig in because the thing about therapy is when you have a good therapist and you are working on overcoming your struggles it takes work It's not an easy process, and in fact, you often feel worse before you feel better. So, like, I speak very very highly of my group therapy experience, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't difficult. I had to do a lot of deep diving into my past and and my feelings, and um, I was having, I was having a lot of PTSD symptoms and uh, it was not a very easy time but it was worth it and I was seeing the difference that it was making and the same rings true for now. I've been really deep diving into my past with my therapist and it's rough. I'm more sensitive. I haven't been coping quite as well as I would normally But I know that it's helpful and it's something that I want to do. I don't want to let my past control me and I want to be the best mom I can be for my kids, be the best wife I can be for my husband. Um, I really value those relationships and I want to raise my kids and have them come out as unscathed as possible. I know that I'm not going to be a perfect mom, but I also know that people who live with trauma and then raise children without working through that trauma cause massive problems. That's where all of the generational trauma comes from, you know, and I was just talking to my um, biological dad about this. And, oh, and just for clarification, so I have my biological dad and I have a stepdad and so that's why I make 
the distinction there. Um, but I was just talking to him the other day and he was raised in a home where I love you wasn't said very freely. And so it's been uncomfortable for him to do that with his own kids. And it's something that he's had to work on. So there are just the, there are just certain things that can have a big impact if you don't work through them. And so that, that's my motivation is just not passing my trauma on to my children. And if I don't know how to cope with my own emotions and to handle stress and to make it through difficult situations, then how in the world am I going to be able to teach my children to do the same thing? I also know that not only have I seen therapy make a huge difference in my life, but I've seen people close to me go through therapy and the difference that it makes. They're happier. They are more open. We can communicate and have good conversations about difficult topics. They have more confidence in themselves and in their choices and just in general who they are. So I just want to encourage any of you out there who have considered going to therapy or maybe you've tried it out and it hasn't gone so well, don't give up. Find a better therapist. Maybe go get a psych evaluation and also don't be so hard on yourself we all have things that we got to work through and it's perfectly fine to need a little bit of help in fact i'm glad that mental health is becoming a less taboo subject because it is so important it affects not just your emotional and mental health but your physical health as well and just like you wouldn't go to the doctor for pain that you're experiencing and have the doctor send you away or put a try to put a band-aid on it. You would go for a second opinion. And sometimes you need a second or a third opinion or a second or a third doctor until you find one that you click with. Well, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to hear more episodes. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.